Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Hallelujah. Good evening, everyone. We are so glad you're here on a Thursday night. We're glad we're here. We're glad you're here. And we're glad who's in us. (laughs) Amen. I want to say a great, big, huge thank you to Pastor Michael and Nancy Loketic. Stand up. Let them give them a great, big God bless you. And to them and the Family Church Congregation, they've been receiving offerings for these meetings before we even arrived. And they took care of the majority of the budget before that we ever got here. They, they, they gave an offering that covered most of the expenses. And so we're so, so grateful for their faith that was moving and working before we even showed up. So thank you so much. And we thank you for the, magn- we, we, we believe God, we thank you because what was it, Sunday night, we released our faith for the magnificent payoff. <laughs> Amen. So we just keep our faith on that magnificent payoff of the magnificent place that God has given this church family. Amen. I want to also thank the Ministry of Helps that is part of this congregation that we don't get to see all the work you do before we arrive but we know you did a lot of doing because it doesn't come together without many hands so thank you so so very much for making ready what God could do this week because what we do is different than what you do but what you do is not less important than what we do we all have our place and our part to play. So thank you so much for that. And uh, Dufresne Ministry staff, stand up. Where are you? I don't know how many we brought with us. Y'all going to have to raise your hand then, because y'all are are all standing. Uh, Morgan, stand up. You're part of staff. Bear, are you on staff yet? Have we hired you yet? You said no, you're not on staff. Well, I tell you what, you go ahead and stand up, because we got work for you to come, brother. He's sitting there wide-eyed going. (laughs) And so the staff, they do so much to get everything set up and prepared. And so I appreciate all that they do. And it's a joy running our race together. All the pastors that have come in to be part of these meetings, thank you so, so much. Thank you for taking the time. And we know this, that we make time for these kinds of things. So thank you for making the time in the, in the fullness of your own schedule that you came and you're with us because it brings another supply to these meetings. And for all those who attended from different locations even, you drove up just congregation members. You attended this local church, but also other congregation members that have come from their locations, other cities. And uh, we just appreciate that you have come and joined us and joined your faith because it matters to us that we receive what God has for us in this hour. Amen. So I want to say a great big thank you for that. Uh, Turn with me, if you would, in your Bibles. Let's start in Psalms chapter 8. The book of Psalms chapter 8. You believe God with me for utterance tonight. uh, Because there's, uh, there's words that heaven has for us to hear tonight. 
Amen. And we want those words to come forth because it's the words that come from heaven that make a difference on the earth. Amen. Amen. Psalms chapter 8 and verse 4 reads, What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. And that word in the Hebrew is Elohim, and it's not the word for angels, it's the word for God. God that God made man a little lower than himself. You say, well, that's just, that's, you're just, you're just, you're, you're off the charts now to say that. Well, the thing is, God said it. <laughs> he said, let us make man in our image. Amen. And so we are in his image. Amen. He made us a little lower than himself and he has crowned us with glory and honor. In verse 6 says, thou madest him, talking a man, to have dominion. He made us to have dominion. So that means that we're also going to have to, uh, we're made for the other things that give place to our dominion. Amen. That there's other things that are connected to the exercise and the, the, the carrying out of our dominion. So when we're made for dominion, we're made for everything connected to the proper exercise of that dominion. And what that dominion can bring to pass. Amen. He made us to have dominion over the work of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. Amen. So in any encounter and every encounter with the enemy, with tests and trials, with opposition, always, always approach them as already defeated. Amen. The mindset has to be no matter what shows up, you're already defeated. This is already, this has already been overcome. It's already under my feet. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to put it under my feet. That's where he put it. He raised us far above all principalities and powers and might and dominion. Amen? Amen. So we were made to dominate. We were not made to be dominated. And so we see during the days of Adam and Eve when they were in the garden that God would come down and fellowship with them and commune with them. Because God did not intend that man just simply have rulership. And then just walk off and leave them with that. He intended that mankind be so in union with him. That man would subdue this earth from that place of communion. That's why he came to commune with them. That they would carry out what they were assigned from that place of communing with him. Not apart from him. But in oneness with him. Amen. And we know, of course, when Adam and Eve broke fellowship, listen, when Adam and Eve broke fellowship, they lost dominion. They were now the dominated. Their dominion was reliant upon their fellowship. Amen. Uh, they, they disobeyed and broke fellowship. And when they broke fellowship, dominion no longer worked right. Amen. They lost that dominion. Well, our fellowship affects our walking in our dominion. The effectiveness of how, well, how effectively we exercise our dominion. Amen. Amen. 
because God is, uh, we want to be, we want to exercise our dominion with his standard, his, his thoughts, his purposes, his plans. Amen. So, of course, Jesus came and put man back in its, well, really elevated us. Didn't just put us back where Adam was, but raised us. Amen. But restored back what was lost plus. Plus. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, so Jesus made us righteous. Sin, uh, sin had separated man from God. And uh, Jesus' righteousness was made ours and put us back in oneness. Back in oneness. Amen. And uh, we need to see ourselves and think of our, ourselves in terms of I'm one with him. One with him. It's not me trying to accomplish something. It's the one, the one I'm one with, we share the same flow. It's a shared authority. It's a shared dominion. Well, he gave us the dominion, but we take our, we take our instructions from the one who gave the dominion. Amen. Um, this is, in the life of Jesus, we saw him walk in complete dominion. When we read the accounts of how he moved and how he operated. But we see in that how vital his communion was with the Father. And that's, that was the beginning places of the results manifested. It was in communion with the Father. That was the beginning of the manifestations that he, he saw what the Father showed. He heard what the Father said. And that was the beginning of the people receiving what they needed. Without the seeing and the hearing, the people would not have received the same. Amen. So their miracles began in his fellowship. Think of that. I, uh, Pastor Jay quotes, uh, I think it was Dima Shakarian who was speaking about Catherine Coleman and said, because of her walk in intimacy with the Lord, it made, it made it easy for others to receive their miracle. So what is that? That what we minister and what comes out of us, uh, it finds its source in our fellowship. It finds its beginnings. Amen. And even though what is in us has to be nurtured. He gave us dominion, but that dominion needs to be nurtured. He gave us, he made us righteous. But we need to be nurtured in who we are in him. And that takes place by uh, fellowship, communing with him. Isaiah, of course, talks about um, we shall mount up with wings as eagles. All that passage. Uh, but it talks there about uh, in communion. That's where the lifting happens. It begins 
and flows out of that place of communion. Um, but God began dealing with me about, about this, and he said our dominion is not to be exercised from a clinical practice of principles. It's to be exercised from a love place. I don't know if you know what I mean by that. But we spend time with God and that love that is in us, it, begins, we, it, it springs up and out of that place we dominate. That keeps us um, exercising dominion that represents him properly. God so loved. It's, all, it's, it's, it's because of his love for humanity he gave us dominion. So we must exercise that dominion fueled by that love flow. And the love flow gets fueled in his presence, spending time with him. Compassion. Jesus was moved with compassion. You can't study yourself into compassion. You can't quote yourself into compassion. You have to be with the compassionate one to partake of that flow and breathe of that flow and let that flow start to saturate. And then from that place of compassion, Jesus dominated from a place of compassion. That's why he dealt with demons. You're not treating God's creation this way. It was all, it was love that completely motivated the action of dominion that flowed from him. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um. I, I, we, we had such a, last week we got to go, Morgan and I got to go to Brother Copeland's Southwest Believers Convention. And we got to meet so many precious people who have been watching the broadcast. And what a joy it was to listen to their testimonies and things that they said to, to us. And I came back, I, one night I came back into the room and, and a 10 minute walk became a 30, 40 minute walk, <laughs> which was a pure delight. And I came back to the room and um, how to state it, I began praying for them. Because it wasn't about the ministry getting out, it was about the people, the message was changing. And God said to me, if you want to love me, love them. You cannot love me apart from loving them. Our dominion is a love dominion. That it takes on what love would have it to accomplish. It's, our dominion is not given so, for selfish purposes. It's given for God's purposes. And what it, why did God put us, why did God send Jesus? God so loved the world that he gave Jesus to come and take dominion over anything that was against his love creation. I, how to say these things, you know. Um, 
Yeah. So it's not a learning certain scriptures and going out from that mental place of what I've learned and I've cataloged this and I've written this down and I'm clinically walking out my dominion, bless God, you're not going to do this to me and you know, you're going to get out of my way. No, the dominion was given so that love could have its way. Amen. So therefore, our dominion is fueled by our time with the one who loves. Compassion. Jesus was moved with compassion. He was not moved with dominion. He was moved with compassion. And the compassion compelled him to use his dominion to bless men. So the proper exercise and the proper flow of dominion is from a love place. Yeah. God's heart is a father's heart. He is a creator, but his heart is that of a father. And he longed for a family to do love deeds for. Because when you have everything, how do you get fulfilled? You can't just, well, I'll create another galaxy. Well, there it is. He wanted something to have divine exchange with. That was the Father's heart. That he wanted, when you have everything, the only thing that blesses you now is doing something for someone who needs everything. Right? You're fulfilled because you take what you have and you elevate someone else with that. And so that's exactly his heart. It wasn't fulfilled in just creating and having, uh, having these things. He wanted an exchange to happen. He wanted something, uh, a flow with an exchange. And that he recognized as a family. A family brings that. So he longed for a family. And so Jesus came for this primary purpose that the Father could have a family. Because Satan tried to rob God of his family. Amen. So Jesus came to bring us into oneness with the Father. Amen. Hallelujah. The first and primary reason of oneness is for fellowship. It's not for dominion. It's for fellowship. Fellowship. So God gave Adam and Eve dominion. And with that dominion, they could carry out his love plan for the earth. Now, let me go more personal here. 
when I got saved at 19, I got saved because I wanted him on the inside of me. I heard, I went to a church where I heard the salvation message and on the inside of me, I wanted him. I did not get saved to have a ministry. Did not. It was not even in my thought processes. I didn't even know anything about ministry. I didn't know anything was possible with ministry. I got saved for one reason. I wanted him. I wanted him. And to let you know, I still do. (laughs) I love fulfilling the call on my life that I learned about once I came into him. But fueling all that I do in that call is one thing, him. He's the fuel for it. Amen. Paul said, now see, Paul had miracles, people raised from the dead, whole regions, revival, revelations flowed. But at the end of it, in Philippians 3, he says that I may know him. The works are not the knowing of him. There were works that flowed out of him. But the knowing of him produced the works, but the works are not the knowing. Does that make sense to you? So don't get so occupied with the works, you forget to know him. Because the works are not the knowing of him. It's wonderful to live a life that demonstrates power, dominion, revelation. But without him, those things will not satisfy the insides of a man. That's why Paul said, after having, living in this flow of power, he said, that I may know him. Amen? Power doesn't satisfy. Dominion doesn't satisfy miracles don't satisfy they bless but they don't satisfy he is the satisfaction amen what he gives meets our needs but only he satisfies our heart this is where many people struggle with healing because they're trying to get healing if they would move into greater knowing the healer. Healing is easy when you're in communion with the healer. People need miracles. Absolutely. Learn, uh, Learn to know the miracle worker. People need victory over certain things that are posing him. Spend time with the victor. You see. Well, praise the Lord. Psalm 43, go with me. Psalm 43, verse 3, the amplified classic translation I'm going to read out of. So if you have that handy, you may want to pull it up somehow. Psalm 43, verse 3, the amplified classic translation says, Oh, send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. 
Let them bring me to your holy hill and to, and to your dwelling. What's he talking about? Your presence. We don't look to a holy hill now, right? But it's, that represents the presence of God. Verse 4, then will I go to the altar of God. Now look, at this is what I'm after. To God, my exceeding joy. God is my exceeding joy. Healing is not my exceeding joy. God is my exceeding joy. Amen. Praise the Lord. And this is what came out in my heart, and I'm trying to say it in words, because some of these things are not always easy to articulate. But fellowship with God, first and foremost, holds enjoyment. The joy of God. The joy of God. And if we're not careful, we can get into the principles that are part of God's kingdom and forget the joy. If we're not careful, we spend time praying. Oh, got our prayer list, got our confession list. And those are good and those are right. (laughs) But don't leave out the joy of because one day when I needed a miracle and I got up and I started rejoicing before God and the word of the Lord came to me and said, in the rejoicing, power flows. People are trying to get power flowing without enjoying and rejoicing over the one that's the source of the power. So what I'm saying, anyone who needs healing, turn his direction. And I, I love, I was reading years ago because I love reading about pioneers of faith. And there was this one man, of course, this was, it would have been in the early, I believe, 1900s when they still, you know, if they needed to go overseas, it was by boat. And uh, there was a man that was well known on many continents, this preacher of faith. And there were some, there were some students on board And I don't know if they were Bible school students or what, but they recognized him. And they were thrilled that they had a long voyage with this man held captive. (laughs) You know, because they're going to pick his brain, so to speak. And they said they went out on the deck and they um, they were out there and they would watch for him. And they went out and found him in a chair looking over, just looking over the side of the ship. And uh, they said he just would stare and stare. And they said he, he would do that like for a long period of time. And it was, they were looking for an opportunity to approach him, but it didn't seem like it was appropriate. And they said day after day they would go out and he'd just be sitting there staring. And it was almost like he was in his own place, in his own zone, you know, so they didn't step into that. Finally, one of them walked, out, walked up to him and said, tell me, sir, what do you see there? He said, nothing but God. What was he doing? He was sitting and enjoying God. Amen. Now, I understand we're to enjoy him and produce fruit out of that place. But if we're not careful, we're we're always saying, am I doing enough? Am I doing this? And we're missing the place of starting our, (laughs) our time with him, enjoying him. Just enjoying him. God, my exceeding joy my exceeding joy 
And God said to me that day when I was rejoicing before him, he said, in the rejoicing power flows. I tell you what, enjoying God is a, will, will put you in a flow of power. When Ed and I first got married, or let me just say when we first met. Let me go back further. When we first met, um, I won't go into all the details, but I said it the other night. We got married five weeks from the day we met. We were not in communication with each other until two weeks after we met. So that leaves the, the last three weeks of that five weeks that we were even in communication and he was in Europe for nine days of those three weeks. So I saw him from the time I met to the time I married him like five to six times. And I said, like I said the other night, I, didn't even, I couldn't spell his name when I married him. I didn't know his phone number, none of that. But God spoke. God's not leading you probably that way. So don't go to your pastor and don't hold out for something that dramatic. Don't try to replicate it. But we started talking. And he, he would call me on the phone. And we would start talking. And the first thing about... Even knowing him was, I enjoyed talking to him. I enjoyed that. Because I enjoyed that, when he asked me out on a date, I said, yes. If I would not have enjoyed the conversation, I would have not gone any further in a relationship. Why, do you, why did you marry who you married? Hopefully, you enjoyed... Your time, your communication, you had not produced anything yet. Nothing had come out of that relationship except one thing, enjoyment. Enjoyment. It was the beginning place of every valued relationship in your life. Even these two. The banter that we so get to admire and hope that they just keep between the two of them. There's an enjoyment they get out of just, you know, poking. Poking. Everything you enjoy, you nurture. Because you want more of that enjoyment. It produces a joy so you seek ways to be around them. Why do people not, why do they struggle? Why is the devil able to steer them away from a prayer life and a life in the word? They've lost the enjoyment of it. Go back to the enjoyment and your dominion will start working very effectively. It was one reason that Ed and I ever kept communicating after that initial communication. We enjoyed each other. If you don't enjoy the person you're dating, dump them. Yeah. 
There's no future where there's no enjoyment. You're welcome. Now, don't go and say, Pastor Nancy said, to dump you. I don't enjoy you. No. No. I'm just saying, if you don't, if it's a struggle, if it's hard, if it's, if it's work, it's just work, you've missed the whole purpose of having any kind of fellowship. It's for enjoyment first. And that's how you know this is the right fellowship because there's enjoyment. Praise the Lord. Had Ed and I not enjoyed talking about any and everything, we would not have progressed. If we will make the enjoyment of God our priority, everything that comes from Him will progress in our life. And I tell you, I, I, like I said, I, I got saved because I wanted him. Yeah. You did too. Yes. You did too. Yes. That's exactly why you did. You wanted him. You wanted him. Amen. And if we're not careful, the work starts piling on top of it. And we can't even find the enjoyment anymore. We leave behind the enjoyment. And we're robbing ourselves and the Father of why he wanted a family. It wasn't so we could perform for him. It was so he could have communion with those he enjoyed. And he had to bring us up into his class of being to be able to enjoy. I've been at those times when I sat down Went away. We were at the ranch. We, God's given us a ranch in Colorado. We go visit. Um, we only get to go at this point once a year because of responsibilities. But I'd go up, and my son built me a one-room little cabin. We have a, you know, a bigger structure, but just so I can have alone time. And I went up there, and the first thing God said to me, when I sat down and just started worshiping God, I wasn't, th- I wasn't bringing the list. No. <laughs> you know, I just sat down. Because it's like you had, I had space to breathe. I was out away from the office and yes. travel. I had space to breathe. And you sit down without an agenda. Yes. <laughs> I sat down without an agenda. And his first words to me were this. I've missed my fellowship with you. Well, that's not really what I was wanting to hear. (laughs) Why? The work was in place, but something of the enjoyment was missing. If we're not careful, the work gets more motion. If we will just enjoy God, we'll quit dogpiling against ourselves. You know why people's lives are so, so twisted up? They're so aware of what they're not. They're not this. They're not that. And if we'll just start out just him instead of looking this way at us, 
we start making, we get up and we just start worshiping God. And I'm not trying to put you into a law. I'm talking about let's not forget why we even joined the family. <laughs> you say, this is so simple. I know. It's where we miss it. It's where we miss it, right? Because my husband and I enjoyed each other, other things came out of that. Other fruit came out of that. We, we began to know each other further. But not only that, we started having the same vision, the same purpose. We started, we had unity to move ahead in the outflow of our union. He was already in the ministry. And because I enjoyed him, I wanted to be involved in what was important to him. And that was my first action was to start working alongside him. Why? Because I enjoyed him. And so out of that, because we enjoyed one another, we enjoyed, we got married, right? And out of that marriage came further work, further ministry, came children, came raising children in a unit, in a, in a flow of unity to where we, we had the same purpose and intent for our children. And then they hooked into the ministry and then they started having grandchildren. Now I got grandchildren and the whole process starts all over again. But it was began by one thing, enjoyment. And out of that enjoyment, all this layers of blessing and, and fruit came out because of enjoyment. And God never intended that we, have, we produce anything that substitutes for our enjoyment of Him. Amen. And that's why God came down in the cool of the day to spend time with His family. And that's why Jesus came so that the Father could get His family back. Raise His family to their rightful place. Amen. So it all, as I said, it all began because Ed and I first enjoyed the fellowship. Of each other. But look at the ministry. And the fruit that has come out. And God's been able to do. Because we, we enjoyed each other. But not only that. We protected that enjoyment. I didn't quit enjoying him. People get married because they enjoy one another. And they leave marriage because they quit enjoying. So what you enjoy. You have to protect the enjoyment of that. Because there's, there's strategies against that enjoyment. Because if the enjoyment is gone out of something, it quits producing the fruit that blesses. People stay together in a marriage. They don't enjoy it. And now there's just strife and contention. And the children that's, that's reproduced in them. And they hear fussing and fighting. And they learn the wrong things. And they grow the wrong way. And it's because one thing, the enjoyment was lost. So my husband and I, we protected the enjoyment. And my husband would say this to me. Because we were, you know, our schedules were full. 
And he would come home and he would say, I'm so looking forward to when it's you and me again. And he said, remember this, when the kids are gone, it's back to you and me. And he always talked about looking forward to that. It didn't quite play out that way. But he always, he always looked forward. It was never a negative that it was just the two of us. Because the enjoyment was protected. That we enjoyed one another. And we didn't dread the day that our kids weren't there. We go, whoopee. I love my kids, but it did not begin with my kids. It began with the enjoyment of one another. And many take their families and replace the enjoyment of that covenant with family. And quit losing and they that quit protecting, rather, the enjoyment of what started the whole thing. Well, you, we see how that happens in a natural family. It, that can happen in a spiritual family. People that enjoyed their pastor. And then didn't protect that enjoyment. And then they quit enjoying it. And then they picked up and left and went to another place. They enjoyed the fellowship of the congregation. And then something got in, wrong thinking got in. They let offense come in. Let me tell you, do you think Ed and I never had the opportunity to be offended with one another? (laughs) Tell us the story. I'm going to talk about the enjoyment. <laughs> we had opportunity. He could have gotten miffed with me. I could have gotten miffed with him. But it was more important that we enjoyed one another than that we won our way. And we protected that enjoyment. That when we got together, and let me tell you, we so enjoyed one another that we didn't have to labor to enjoy one another. We didn't have to labor. Don't, don't get into the psychological thing of if you don't do this and if you don't do that, you're not, you're not, you know. We did not try to have a conventional way of carrying out our marriage. Because nothing about our lives were, was conventional. The man lived on the road. I, you know, it's a clue when, you're, when your marriage begins on a phone. Yes. <laughs> your dating life begins on a phone. Your marriage is going to be on the phone. Every, and people would say to me, you need to clip his wings and keep him at home. Why? Because they were thinking of conventional instead of the plan. Yes. The, the plan God has for your home, for your union, for your marriage, it might not look like someone else's, but it doesn't mean that it's wrong. And I'm not talking about what society is talking about looking like. I'm talking about uh, my husband, if he wasn't home for my birthday, so what? Just send me money, brother. I did not enjoy him. Our enjoyment didn't start because of him uh, honoring a certain day in my life. My my enjoyment began with him and me together. It wasn't about, did you do this? Did you jump through that loop? Did you? Uh, 
So it, we didn't, I didn't get hung up on he was not home for our, our anniversary. So big deal. I still enjoyed him. I wasn't willing to pick up an offense and lay down the enjoyment of the man I was going to spend the rest of my life with. I'm paralleling between the natural life and the spiritual life. And well, what happens in a, in a home when the children become the focus of the home and they lay down everything and make the children everything, then when there's differences about the children, there's differences about the children, then there becomes conflict between the two who enjoyed each other and they no longer enjoy each other. If the marriage is compromised, everything is compromised that that marriage produced. You've got to go back and tend to the root of that thing. What's the root? The, the beginning of it. The enjoyment of just getting together, enjoying, and just not even, even, even just being in the room and not even had to say something, but you enjoy that they're there. If you've lost the simplicity of the beginning of that relationship, then what that relationship produces is going to be hindered. And so my husband, he would always say, I look forward to when it's just you and me. Back to where we began is in the enjoyment. And if we're not careful with God, we've, we've, we've tagged on all of our knowledge, <laughs> all of our learnings. And we, we need knowledge should grow. But I'm saying it's never a substitute for the root of this thing, the foundation of, of this thing. Our healing begins in enjoying the healer. Our miracles, our miracles come back when our attention is on him, the miracle worker. Instead of it's just not about what you produce. How many people have torn up their own marriages because they don't produce this, they don't produce that, that makes me happy, they don't, they're not able to do this, they're not able to do that, and it becomes about the performance instead. What it, is that what got you together? Oh, well, something, some, something like that. <sighs> Amen. All of, all of our married life, we still wanted each other. Amen. We still wanted each other. Hallelujah. Now go with me. Mark 12. Are you still there? Mark chapter 12. Go with me. Verse 30, the Amplified Classic translation. Mark 12, verse 30. And you shall love the Lord your God out of and with your whole heart and out of and with all your soul, your life. The, the manner of thinking, the manner of conducting life. And out of and with all your mind, with your faculty of thought and your moral understanding. And out of and with all your strength. Look at the next words. This is the first. This is the first. This is the beginning of it all. The, you, he's, your, he's your reason for all the other outflows. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
Loving God is first. Fellowship with him is first. Enjoying him. Instead of constantly measuring yourself and saying, am I doing enough? Am I believing enough? I've done it. You ever done it? Yes. That our approach to him is what I'm not. What am I? Am I here? Am I where I should be? Am I doing? Just go and first just enjoy him and clear away all of the activity that flows out of, well, praise the Lord. If this is first and protected, then your fruit will continue. But if this is compromised, even what has been produced is jeopardized. If Ed and I would have allowed the enjoyment of each other to be compromised and we would have broken that, walked out on that covenant, then everything that came out of that would be questioned by onlookers. I so appreciate Pastor Lekedic. He has these precious men that he's trained in pastor and churches that have been raised up out of his ministry. And he's told us one of the first things he does when he calls them and just spends time talking to them is he says, how's your marriage? What's he saying? How's the beginning? How's the be- What's the union like? Amen. Uh, Revelations chapter 2. Go with me. Revelations chapter 2. Verse 2. Again, this is the Amplified. Jesus. John is seeing Jesus. Jesus is saying this to him face to face. And he's telling him to write a message to the church at Ephesus. And this is what Jesus said to tell the church. Write this to the church at Ephesus. These are the words. I know your industry and activities. What's that mean? You're producing. I know what you're producing. Your laborious toil. Look at that. You you took on a, a work that demands something. And trouble, meaning this, there came opposition and you still took it on. I know your industry and activities, your your laborious toil and trouble. And I know your patient endurance and how you cannot tolerate wicked men. You have tested and critically appraised those who call themselves apostles, special messengers of Christ, and yet are not. And you have found them to be imposters and liars. So what's that mean? You are protective, right? Verse 3, I know you are enduring patiently and are bearing up for my name's sake. And you have not fainted or become exhausted or grown weary. My goodness, they all have a lot to be credited for, right? He, He sees all this. He acknowledges all this. But verse 5, but I have this one charge. To make against you. That you have left. Abandoned the love that you had at first. You have deserted me. Your first love. Remember then. From what heights you have fallen. Look what came out of their. their, What they produced hadn't fallen. But their beginning place. They fell from that. 
Verse 5, remember then from what heights you have fallen. Repent. Change the inner man to meet God's will. And do the works you did previously. Do the works, but go back to doing them from a different place you're doing them from. You're doing them apart from the love that motivates the works. From the love, the, the love communion between the t- them and Jesus. They're, no, they're, just, they're now just performing works apart from. And I tell you what, dominion without love turns mean. Gets legalistic. Gets critical. Do the works you did previously when you first knew the Lord, or else I will visit you. And remove your lampstand from its place. In other words, I don't need a church that represents me that way. I, don't, I know what you're producing. I know what, you're, what you have endured. But I don't need a church that doesn't represent me from the place of communion with me. Because all, all you're going to produce is works apart from me. And that's what any natural worldly organization can do. Or else I will visit you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you change your mind and repent. There was a lot of right things done, but done from the wrong place. What's the right place? Fellowship. Communion with the Father. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. Amen? We see how vital Jesus' communion with the Father was because he heard from the Father's love heart, say this, do this, and he went out and did that, carrying it from the love place and used his dominion in the way love directed it to be used. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. In that place of fellowship, everything becomes so much easier. Healing is not hard. (laughs) I would just say, fall back in love with the healer. (laughs) Not to say we don't love him, but turn that way again. Instead of trying to turn grasp and get I, I gotta get this I gotta get past I gotta get this settle down <laughs> undo all that activity and go back to the enjoyment of God the enjoyment of God the enjoyment of God is to govern our communion the enjoyment of God is to govern what flows out of the fruit of our life enjoyment just enjoying him just sitting, asking nothing of him. Yes. Starting, and I'm not talking, it's not wrong to ask of him. He tells us, he commands, ask. But do, don't, don't leave the first place. Take, begin with enjoying him. And get in that place of you, that divine exchange that starts happening. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up. Why? Not because they asked, but because they waited. They spent time with him. Wait. Amen. Wait upon the Lord. 
you shall renew your strength. You shall mount up with wings as eagles. You shall run and not be weary. You shall walk and not faint. It comes from that place of communing with him out of pure enjoyment instead of just communing with him out of pure need. It's not wrong to bring him our need, but we enjoy him first. Amen. Stand with me to your feet. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father. Mm -mm -mm. We belong to you. You belong to us. (laughs) And we just remind ourselves of the divine transaction that we can enjoy because we are one with you. We go back to that oneness. When we remember we are one with you, we're one with health. We're one with wisdom. We're one with revelation. We're one with all the help we need. We're so, so grateful. We enjoy our... uh, Say this, my God... My exceeding joy. (laughs) Amen. Don't forget that. That's what he intends that our fellowship be springing out of. The enjoyment of him. Do you know how much more you'll enjoy the word? (laughs) Enjoy him through his word. Open up your Bible and say, oh, this verse just thrills me, Father. Thank you for saying that to me. Enjoy him through the word. That's, I'm not just talking about enjoying him through emotions and feelings. But enjoy all the ways that he reveals himself to us. Amen. God said this to me years ago. Talk to me about my word. Talk to me about my word. As you feed, as you feed through there, talk to him. Out, talk to him about that. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We glorify you. We magnify you. Hallelujah. Let's sing something, Graham. I worship you, almighty God. There is none like you. I Worship you, O Prince of Peace. That is what I want to do.
He's after our enjoyment. But he offers himself first as our highest enjoyment. He offers us. He has made. It says look, he has given us all things to enjoy. He's given us healing. To enjoy healing. He doesn't want anyone walking out without getting what he gave for us to enjoy. Who enjoys sickness? Nope. Who enjoys pain? Nope. Then we know it didn't come from him because he's interested in our enjoyment and he's paid the price that we could have the enjoyment of health, wholeness. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, if you're here tonight and you have heart conditions, any kind of a heart condition, high blood pressure, anything to do with the heart, Come up here and we'll minister to you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If I could say this to you, quit trying and start enjoying. You don't have to try to be healed. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Congregation, you ready to extend your faith with us for these people? It matters to us that they receive what they need. It, how many of you know healing is a flow of the love of God? Healing is a flow of the love of God. Amen. It's a love flow. 
I said it's a love flow. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. As I said, we're going to lay hands on anyone tonight who needs healing. And if you say, I'm, I'm going to come up and have hands laid on me. I want you to declare this along with me, along with those that are up here. Just raise your hands, close your eyes, and let your heart agree with these words. Say, when hands are laid on me, the healing power of God will go into my body. It will drive out pain and symptoms, sickness and disease, and I shall be whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Congregation, reach your hands out toward these people. Release your faith with us. Join your faith with us. Amen. We thank you, Father. We thank you. Be healed. There it goes. There it goes. Be healed. Ah, there that flows in. There that flows in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. What's the matter with you, love? I got into a motorcycle wreck. You got into a motorcycle wreck, yeah. I broke just about every bone from my torso up, but I survived as a miracle. Praise the Lord. Broke about every bone from your torso up. Yes. How long ago was that? Uh, the ninth. The ninth? Yes, of this month? What month? July the 9th. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you. We thank you. <laughs> Be whole in Jesus' name. Restoring. Making whole. Making right. We thank you for wholeness in Jesus' name. We thank you for it, Father. That heart be whole. Oh, there it goes in you, love. Be whole in Jesus' name. Mashtikikiye. Be whole in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We praise you, Jesus. Be whole. Oh, there it, there it flows in. There it flows in. In Jesus' name. Be Oh, there In Jesus' name. Mm, there it flows in. Behold in Jesus' name. Mm. Behold. Oh, there it flows in, love. In Jesus' name. Behold in Jesus' name. Mm. 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 We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Be. Oh, there it flows in. In Jesus' name. Be oh, there it goes. There it goes. Be whole in Jesus' name. Be whole. Oh, shoot. 
Heartland, uh, baby. In Heartland, yeah. We be whole in Jesus' name. Mm. Yes. Mm. Oh. Be whole in Jesus' name. Mm. There it flows in. For the baby or for you? For the baby. Father, we thank you. Hi, pretty girl. Hi, pretty girl. Father, we thank you. Be whole in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, when faith is released, healing always begins. Always. I said, when faith is released, healing always begins, whether you feel something or not. Now, you understand me. Healing always begins. Say this with me. I always receive. I always receive. I always receive. There's not a time I don't receive. I always receive. Because so much of the time, there will come all these mental thoughts and calculations to try to dismiss you from receiving. Why you couldn't, why you didn't, what you feel, what you don't feel. I always receive. I always receive. Amen? Healing always. Always. That power always begins working in me. When, when, when hands are laid on me, when faith is released, that power always, always, whether it's felt or unfelt. So what are you to do when you leave this place? It's working in me. It's working in me. It's working in me. When the enemy says, well, you don't feel any different, healing always begins when faith is released, hands are laid on me, and I always receive too late that it's not working I already received it no such thing as this didn't I didn't get it I already received it and you need to you need to catalog that time in your in your confession when hands were laid on me that power went in and that that power is working right now too late to tell me I'm not healed too late too late too late I'm a receiver I'm a receiver. Amen. Hallelujah. So I want to speak to those watching by live stream. If, you've had, if you have heart conditions, anything to do with the heart, you reach out your hands right now as a sign that I'm responding to that which is flowing. Because there is no distance. There's no distance in the spirit realm. The power of God is present right where you're at because the Holy Ghost is right there. So I speak in the name of Jesus. You receive that healing power. I speak to those hearts you be whole in Jesus' name. I speak to valves function properly. I speak to blood pressure. You be normal. I speak to arteries. You be clear in Jesus' name. I see there's, there's somebody who's had uh, uh, surgeries. And the surgery was supposed to make it better. 
The surgery made it worse. Power, God's power makes it right. In Jesus' name. That miracle power is working, flowing right there where you're at. And you say, well, Pastor Nancy, I'm not watching this live. I'm watching it later. That's okay. You weren't around when the Bible was written either. So it's still alive. <laughs> it's not about time. It's not about time. Because see, the mental calculations, there'll be all these kinds of reasons that, that, that people will come up with or the devil will suggest of why it won't work for you. Too late. You already received too late, too late. You already received. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Metal rods, plates, or screws, anything like that. Metal rods, plates, or screws. And we already got that one, Phil. I don't know what he may have. We already got him. Yes, praise the Lord. But it, it, any metal rods, plates, or screws. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God can do so many, so he, he can meet our needs in different ways in the sense those things may disappear. Those things may start behaving like a bone. What we just, we don't really tell him, we don't tell him how, he, how to do it. We're just receivers of what he does. I said we're receivers of what he does. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Come on up here, love. Re everyone, reach your hands out toward these people. Father, we thank you for creative power. We thank you for miracle power. I say, behold, oh, in Jesus. Behold in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, making everything right. Making everything right. There it went in you. There it went in you. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Behold in Jesus' name. Be whole in Jesus', Jesus name. Be whole in Jesus' name. We thank you for it, Father. 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 Uh, how to um, anything God would speak to you about adjustments, corrections, anything He does, say yes, sir. Amen. And, and anytime he tells us anything to adjust, it's because he has more for us. Amen. Amen. So anything he deals with you about, just say, Father, I, I come to you with that. I come to you with that. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. But uh, out of this, he can cause everything of your life to elevate. Your spiritual life, your walk with him, everything. So listen real carefully. Because for him to be able to do all he has for you, it, it takes your cooperation. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. How many of you know he's not going to violate our will? So we, we, we agree with him so he can do what he has in mind for us to do. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Uh, anybody in here with, well, let me minister to those who may be watching rods, plates, screws. Uh, there may be pain. There may be limited mobility from that. Those of you, if that describes your need, reach your hands out toward, uh, touch the screen. Whatever you need to do to, uh, to say, I'm responding to that anointing. 
And I say in the name of Jesus, I speak to every pain, every difficulty. You be whole in Jesus' name from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Father, we thank you for miracle power right where they're at. Creative power, restoring and making right. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Uh, Anybody in here with cancer? Anybody in here with cancer come up here? And I'm not calling that out by word of knowledge. I'm just, anybody who has that, come on up. Is that, is that, yeah, come on up. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Brother Joel, you come and you minister to to her. Good evening, love. So glad you're here. Come on up. That's the wonderful thing about the anointing of God. It destroys the yoke. Once it flows in, once it flows in, amen, hallelujah. Thank God. Let's just raise up our hands and thank God with her. Thank you, Father, for healing and wholeness. Thank you, Father. We add our faith to hers. We join our faith with hers. In Jesus' name, we rejoice. We rejoice that power is working. That power's working. That power's working. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That power is working. I believe in the power of God. Say that. I believe in the power of God. Hallelujah. I receive the power of God. It's working in me. Making me whole. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Brother Joel, come up and speak to those who may be watching that have have been diagnosed with cancer. Cancer, we curse you. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Be dissolved. Be gone. Body, be free. Be healed. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Pastor Craig, what areas does God use you to minister? Nerves, paralysis, anything that's not firing right with the nerves. And I tell you, watching by live stream or any other format, if that if that's your need, start releasing your faith. He'll minister to you. But those of you who that that describes any of your need and you're in this place, come on up here real quickly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yes, get a cloth, yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the life of God right now. Nerves, you come back to life and fire normally. Pain, you go in Jesus' name. Paralysis leave in Jesus' name. So, oh, there it goes. I felt going to you right there, brother. It's working in God. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. In the name of Jesus, into this cloth when it is laid upon that person. In Jesus' name, the life of God goes in. Hallelujah. 
in the name of Jesus. There it is. Thank you. There it is. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There it is, my God. life of God, the life of God right now. There it is, goes into you. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, brother. Say again. Food allergies. If you have food allergies, come up here. And he'll minister to you if you want hands laid on you. Pastor Craig, while they're coming, would you minister to those watching about nerves? And Father, we thank you right now that those people watching that stretch their hands forth and releasing their faith, the life of God goes into that through that screen into their bodies right now. Yes. Nerves, we commend you to be yes. restored and to come back to life. Yes. Paralysis, we commend you to go. In Jesus' name, pain, shingles, we command you to go. Any condition that affects the nerves, we command you to be healed yes. in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father, thank you, for Father. the results. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. It's about to leave you. I smite that in Jesus' name. There. Father, in the name, I smite that allergy in Jesus' name, you leave. I smite that in Jesus' name, you leave. I smite that foul thing in Jesus' name, you leave. Behold, behold, behold from that in Jesus' name. Father, I smite that allergy in the name of Jesus and I command it to leave your body. Digestion and receive that food in the name of Jesus. There, oh my God. Now minister that. If you have food allergies, put your hand toward this screen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Yes. We smite those allergies in Jesus' name by the blood of Jesus. We commend them to leave their bodies. We thank you their bodies digest and receive those, that food as nutritious. And we thank you, Father, for the results in Jesus' name. And to you be all the glory. Hallelujah. 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 Pastor Jay, for what? Bones, joints, autoimmune disease. Yeah, bones, joints, autoimmune disease. Anything connected with that, come up here. And he'll minister to you. Hallelujah. Everyone lift your hand and say this. When hands are laid on me, healing always begins. Power always flows. I always receive. I always receive. Hallelujah. Now in the name of Jesus, I lay my hands on you to transfer God's power. I curse that joint problem, that bone problem in Jesus' name. There it goes. There goes the power. In Jesus' name, sister, receive God's power. There it goes. There it goes. There it goes. Receive that power by faith. I lay hands on you in the name of Jesus. There it goes. God's power. Heal your bones. Heal your joints. I lay hands on you. Get a peshiki. There it goes. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, every, 
Come out of her in Jesus' name. Be healed because God's good. In Jesus' name, receive God's power. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, be healed in your joints and your bones. There it goes. Be healed in Jesus' name, in your bones and in your joints. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is that all? I I guess so. There's one right there. My hands on you to receive God's power. Take it. in these hands into this cloth so that when it's laid on the body of the sick it'll drive out all that the enemy has wrought as it's received by faith in Jesus name Hallelujah. just speak to those viewers. Hallelujah. now there's two two categories here first of all if you've over live stream if you have any bone problems joint problems if it's related to stiffness arthritis or bone marrow problems Reach out your faith in the name of Jesus. I release God's power to your body. Be healed. Receive that power right now to drive that out of your body. And I believe that you receive right this very moment. If you have autoimmune diseases, something's turning the the immune system against your body, causing it to malfunction. In the name of Jesus, I command that to be restored. I believe for God's power to flow through this screen. Go into your life. Go into your body. Receive it by faith in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. I want to say something to that young man that you can stay right there where you're at, love, um, that had that accident. God keeps dealing with me about there's something to confess to him so that it can be cleansed and gotten out of the way so that he can work. The way he wants to work. Amen. I don't know what that is. But talk to him about it. You may already know. I don't know what that is. But something to be confessed. Hallelujah. Because that blood will cleanse. If we confess our. If we confess. If we confess. If we confess. Yeah. Thank God for it. Thank God for it. Thank God for it. Uh, um, um, Pastor. Okay. Say this. Say this. Uh, if you have problem in your ears, come up. Problem, any kind of ear problems, infection, hard of hearing. If you need an eardrum, come on up. name ear be open in Jesus name be open in Jesus name ear be open in Jesus name ear be open in Jesus name ear be open 
In Jesus' name, ears be open. In the name of Jesus, your ears be open. In the name of Jesus, your ears be open. In the name of Jesus, your ears be open. Pastor, if you would speak to those watching. If you're watching by live stream, maybe you have the volume turned really high or you're watching closed mm -hmm. captioning. Mm -hmm. Right now, you're going to receive your miracle. Yes. Right now, place your hand over your trouble. Both ears, a single ear, I'm going to speak to you and the power of God's going to flow to you and God's going to heal you now. In yes. the name of Jesus, I command those ears to be open now. Yes. Be set free. Yes. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' Amen. name. The other thing mm -hmm. is emotional, mental, and even addictions. Yes. The Lord told me to add the addictions. That way you're not embarrassed. But you have emotional, mental problems or addictions. I'll minister to you. But I'm going to ask my wife to join me on that one. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. free in Jesus name yeah I break that over you now in Jesus name I command you to be made free in the name of Jesus I break that now be set free in Jesus name In the name of Jesus, I break that. Be set free in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, and authority of that name, I break that bondage out of your life. I command you to be free in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I break that. Be free. In the name of Jesus, I break that over your life. I command you to be set free in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I break that. I command you to be set free. Be loose. In the name of Jesus, I break that. In the name of Jesus, I break that over you. Be free in Jesus' name. Be free in Jesus' name. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Ah, yeshka, daughter. Yes, you must be broken. 
must be broken in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I break that. In the name of Jesus, I break that. Be free. Speak to those watching. Hallelujah. If you're watching by live stream or a video recording on YouTube, you may be oppressed. You may be bound with addiction. Jesus is the answer. Right now, I'm going to invite you to stretch your hand towards yes. me. And I'm going to stretch my hand towards you. And the anointing is going to go in. And he's going to break that. Jesus is going to break that off of you. In the name of Jesus, I command you to be set free. Be loosed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, Brother Joel, is there anything else that you want that you're used to ministering? I didn't give you the opportunity. Addiction. So he dealt with that. What about you, Pastor Amy? female issues if there are anybody any ladies in here with female issues come up here pastor amy will minister to you praise the lord hallelujah everyone in here say this power of god is working in me and i always receive hallelujah come on up come on up have to receive it's not hard God's so good Oh, it's so easy, it's so easy, there you are. Hallelujah. Easy, easy, oh, the healing power of God. Hallelujah. 
you say, I, oh, I'm healed. Healed. <laughs> oh, from the top of your head. Yeah. To the soul. Oh, thank you, Father. so much. It's so easy. It's so easy. Hallelujah. Say I'm healed. There you are. viewing. Hallelujah. The power of God is so easy to receive because he's such a good God. Yeah. Hallelujah. We speak to every ovary, anything in the uterus, any part of your female organs that aren't working right, we command them right now in the yes. name of Jesus to function yes. properly, to release hormones properly, to do everything they're supposed to do the way they are supposed to do it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Pastor Debbie, anything different than what's been called? Okay. Okay. Anybody on this side of the auditorium that you say, I want hands laid on me. Hands have not been laid on you yet, but you want to have hands laid on you because we haven't called out your situation. Raise your hand high and let me see. Hallelujah. Okay. Come down here if you would, those of you who raised your hand. Come on down. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Anybody in the balcony, you, if you want hands laid on you and you haven't had hands laid on, you can come down also. Praise the Lord. Pastor Craig, Pastor Jay, just come up, take a place. I need, before they start laying hands on anybody, I need somebody behind every person. 
I need somebody behind every person. So I need some of the men uh, the, or ministers or whatever. Step out. Just take initiative and step out and get behind someone. Hallelujah. Make sure as everybody have someone behind them that make sure because we don't want to go any further till there's someone behind everyone. Hallelujah. 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 Okay, go ahead. Thank you, Father. Hold in Jesus' name. Hold in Jesus' name. side of the auditorium that you have you want hands laid on you raise your hand high and let's see okay y'all can y'all can come on forward again I'm going to need anybody of the men to help behind them and I'll have the ones pray diabetes, diabetes. that that you get results with that or you need that or for somebody, somebody. okay <laughs> including you absolutely 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 we will praise the Lord come on up bring them on up Thank you. 
those of you who are watching, no matter what the condition, from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, we speak for you to be free in Jesus' name. Every pain, leave. Every disability, leave. Every disease, leave. Every sickness, leave. In Jesus' name, Satan, you take your hands off God's property. From the top of their head to the soles of their feet, you be free in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So right where you're at, even everyone in here, we say the power of God is working in me right now. I receive it. It's working. And as I leave this place, that will continue to be my testimony. The power of God is working in me. Therefore, I'm whole. Right now. Right now. Hallelujah. 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 So those of you in here, do something. Give action to that anointing. I said do, act, do something. Give action to that anointing. We're not checking to see if, it's work, if it works. We're, we're responding to that anointing. Amen. Jesus would tell him, get up, take your bed. He'd tell him, do something. <laughs> do something. Amen. Give action to that anointing. Hallelujah. Those of you watching, do the same thing right where you're at. What you couldn't do, go ahead and do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All right. Everyone in here and you say, I can already tell a change. I can already tell a difference. If you say something, I can already tell that. Raise your hand real high. Raise it real high. Wave it. Keep it up real, real high. Real, real high. Turn around. Even up in the balcony. Yeah. Turn around and look at how good Jesus is. I said, turn around and see how good Jesus is. Hallelujah. 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 I believe in the power of God. It's working in me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Jesus, thank you. Just lift up your hands and lift up your voice and thank him. Jesus. You're a wonderful healer. 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 Bring me that microphone back. Hallelujah. Pastor Michael Anderson, is there anything in particular that God uses you in? With hearts. I got hearts. Okay. You got a heart. Hallelujah. There's something more. Come up here. There's something more God's going to add to you. Something more He's going to add to you. Dip down. Dip down. It's in there. Now hear from Him and then call it out. Hallelujah. What comes to you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do it. Anybody dealing with kidney issues? Yeah. Come on. Come forward. Praise the Lord. Pastor, the first five minutes on Sunday night when you ministered, it dropped in my heart that I would be ministering to kidney problems. Well, so, praise the Lord. Praise <laughs> Any kidneys yeah. here online? Come yeah. forward for kidneys. Anybody in here, kidneys? Come up here real quick. This is a fresh endowment. Yeah. Brother, get in on it early. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yeah.
the name of Jesus, we command these kidneys to be whole. Yes. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Come on up. Come on up. In the name of Jesus, we command these kidneys to be whole. In Jesus' yes. name. Hallelujah. Whole. Hallelujah. Anybody else in here? Anybody else? Come down real quickly. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right, go ahead and minister to those watching. Anybody struggling with kidney issues watching by live stream now or in the future, reach out your hands. Yes. And receive this by faith. In the name of Jesus, yes. we command your kidneys to be healed and whole now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And Father, we thank you for it. In Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor. Come on down. Give me your hand. Give me. Ha 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 ha. Uh, that's just the trickle of the flow. Uh, there's so much more. So he's going to add more and more and more and more to you. Be bold with it. The more you step into it, the wetter you'll get. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Study that direction. Not saying you don't, but study more that direction. Feed more that direction. Because God, uh, God needs us to, if, if I could say this, God needs our pace to meet his plan. We need to go that direction. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Take that baby. Uh, everyone just reach up your hands. Father, this, this local church... This church family, this city, this region have been such a blessing to the plan of God this week. And I thank you for them, Father. And I thank you that while they've been here honoring you, you've been working in their behalf. And I declare supernatural financial transactions working in their behalf. That just as Mary sat at the feet and heard that divine power works for them right now because they've been in the place of hearing. And Father, we purpose not to just be hearers, but we're doers of that which we've received. And I command blessing in the name of Jesus, financial blessing, blessing in their home, blessing in their business. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for divine increase, the divine increase that is upon this congregation in Jesus' name. Divine increase. You can't hook up with God's plan and stay the same. You just cannot. You cannot. And God will take you just by hooking up with his plan. That plan will, will propel you into things you'd have never gone into without being hooked up with the plan. Hallelujah. Say, I receive it. Hallelujah. Jesus, we honor you. We glorify you. We magnify you. You're such a wonderful healer. We glorify. We magnify. We thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you for the great help. Thank you for the great help. Father, thank you for the great plan. <laughs> We glorify and honor you. We give you thanks and honor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We'll turn to somebody before you're dismissed and tell them, 
I always receive. And you can be dismissed. God bless you. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.